When you hear that theme music, you know what time it is. What time is it? Time yeah. for me to dance. Okay, that's... I don't get out much anymore. <laughs> that's not the answer. Never. I haven't been to a place to dance in a long time. If you're dancing to that music, you're I'm in trouble. desperate. Yeah. All right. You lead. I'll follow. Welcome back to the Bickerstein. You know, off the mark. Off the mark with you know we call ourselves jokingly the Bickersteins because we like to bicker. But I think this is going to be. It's not that we like to bicker. It's that we do bicker. Oh, I like to bicker. I like well, to. Bicker. I just you're just wrong, and I have to point it out. It's not like I'm trying to bicker. My point is that there will be some bickering in this episode. I think that is uh, coming clear from the very beginning. So we can't even ep- agree on the name of the show. I know we don't, but that's okay. This is a very long story. We we need to get we need to have a therapist on here. But we, so we have this episode. We're going to talk about um, crisis management. You're just going to drop that little. We need to have a therapist and then- <laughs> on our show about the bickering. Maybe they can help us. Maybe no. It's our it's our thing, and we're fine. We're going to talk about crisis management. We're going to get into like we're going to talk about all days as reporters. Yes, we used to be reporters. We used to. We're recovering journalists. And, uh, you know, if you're facing some sort of crisis or you're planning for some sort of crisis or whatever, we're going to talk to you about Nobody what... plans for a crisis. <laughs> that's the problem. See, that's exactly the issue. I know, but it's not. You plan to You plan to deal with a crisis. A crisis. Yes. I'm going to plan my crisis. I'm going to have a breakdown. I'm it's going to be on TV. I'm having a I'm going to ruin my career. You don't think there's been more than a few things like on The Bachelors and a few crises that have been well, manufactured? Well, that was planned not by the contestants, but by the producers. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway, so if we're going to talk about, I mean, you know, first of all, if you're having a crisis, if your company, your brand, whatever, is facing a crisis. Or individual, because yeah. these days, if you're just on social media, you're a person. It can ruin your life. You're going to be taken down by social media before the reporters even start calling. But we'll, we're going to deal up. And a spam call. Oh, Upper City, New Jersey. Go. <laughs> That's a spam call that uh, should not be going on. Anyway, if you're, if you're having a crisis with your brand... Then you know, you and you should have a plan. Not we're a mental gonna, crisis because we are not good therapists. Or any, Although I think I am a good therapist. A crisis trying to form words like I'm trying to do. Um, you know, social media is going to get you before the media does, but we're going to talk about what the media will also do to you. Um, and let it be said, we love the media. We're former journalists. We yes. love what they do. We we are on the side of the media. We but. You know, they uh, there there are some things that they techniques they will use. So that's what we're going to talk about. The main topic du jour, with we're talking about crisis management, and the game is it fair to say the games reporters play? Wait, 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 wait! Before we get to that, okay. Um, I personally, in my own personal opinion, think that the best people who know how to do with crisis management, and it's not just because of myself. And you. This isn't self-serving at all. Not self-serving at all. Not but anyway, all. I think the best crisis managers are reporters because reporters, I mean, think of all the things that we did when we had to go after people who were avoiding the media or were, um, you know, I mean, I we both we both went into journalism to, um, you know, fight for the little guy. You were a consumer fight, reporter. Fight for the good, you know, the better good or whatever. Yeah, but yes. you were a consumer reporter, so you stood, you the know. better pe- good. I don't think that was what the term is, but whatever. 
Yes. The greater good. The greater good. <laughs> the better, the better good. good. Yeah, it's close enough. English is a problem for <laughs> yeah, me today. The gra- <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't be doing audio. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to check out and let her do the rest of this cast. <laughs> anyway, the um, um, the greater good. Yes, we and that's legitimately why we went into the business. Yeah. Also, so you and I can meet. So that was it. Well, yes, that happened as that was not why I went into business. But but anyway, so I think that I think reporters because we we did all those. We did all the we did the ambushes. We did the the tricks and the you know, the hidden cameras, the calling people in different states so we could record them online. I mean, or, or record their voices and 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 use the audio in our story. I mean, so, you know, we, I, I think reporters just, former reporters know what other reporters are going to do. And sadly, it, it, these are all fair tactics. This is nothing against journalism because if you're, you know, if you're doing something um, that's not good, um, you know, in your industry and a reporter is trying well, to spotlight that. Well, a reporter may be just trying to tell a fair, balanced story. Um, I know there's many people who don't believe that that exists, but it, it does exist. And reporters, are, for the most part, you know, I mean, all the reporters we deal with, they're, they're out there to do the greater good. And they're telling yeah. good stories. And, and, and reporters are only as good. I mean, like, if you're a journalist, you're only as good in the business as your last story. So reporters do not ever try to make up things. They never try to be inaccurate because – I mean, there's different people like talk show hosts, like Sean Hannity's and those people of the world's, right? That's not a reporter. He was not a – if he was a journalist, he's not a journalist now. He is a um, – He's a host. He's a host. He's a, a personality. Lot these, a lot of these people are hosts. Okay. Right. But journalism comes from you, – you're only as good – you could be fired if you make a mistake. If you make a mistake on air, if you make a mistake, if you tweet the wrong thing and you're known or, or you're saying things that seem biased and so you can't be trusted as a reporter to cover things in an unbiased way so the media is if, if you're getting complaints from both sides then you've done your job but yeah yes. when we report yes reporters are trying for the most part to tell a fair and balanced story they're trying to give you an Which opportunity most people, a lot of people don't believe but that is the truth yes or they're trying to we give stuck you up for them uh, because yes. that is just the truth an, an opportunity to answer to the whatever questions may be going on um you know they're they're, they're trying to do a good fair balanced story that tells the whole thing right but what a lot of companies but and people that don't all know, said well what a lot of companies and people don't know are there are tactics that reporters will use so if you decide the worst thing that you can ever do on the planet i disagree well for okay first of all let's just i mean these well, some of these are old tactics that we used to do i know but you haven't even heard what i said i you I said I disagree. I, I'm just uh, the worst I, thing that I, you can, can ever do, do is not, is not answer the question. Is ignore the media. That is the worst thing. No, I'm it's sorry. not. No, yes, it's it not. Is. No, it's not. It's not. I'm saying no. Okay. <laughs> I disagree. You're wrong. But anyway, okay. Why? Why is that? Because in the story, as a reporter, I loved it when when they they wouldn't comment or they wouldn't get back to me. That's fine. Uh, you know what? I, I would tell the story, and then I'd say, we tried to reach them for comment. They had no comment. So the, they looked the, the terrible. Land, the landscape has changed so much that they, no, they I, take the pounding for a day, and then they go talk to someone no, who they want to talk to. the Trump method. Yes. And which the Trump, works. Which the, works. No. The yes. Trump method worked beautifully for Trump. But that method's going away. Works for DeSantis. Mm, 
it, it works for it's working it's not working for gets well get, get, Gates. Matt, Matt Gates is trying to have it work well I mean you go on a friendly network and you go on a, no, a, a network that Mark throws it's, you. No, it's not gonna it's not gonna be a tactic that works anymore it worked for a while and Trump mastered it and now other people are trying to copycat it but it's not going to work and people are, t- are tired of that it will no longer what about, work it's working for Giuliani oh yeah really well he the FBI on, knocked on, on his door who cares? They knock on his door. They came in. Uh, yeah, knock <laughs> they, on his door. No, it's not working for. things. Rudy Giuliani is going to a friendly network, but nobody believes anything he says. I mean. So, so you don't think he was called by all these other networks and they didn't talk to him? He, he went, he took a day and then he went, his son came out and. Oh, okay. Did and his so Will he's Ferrell clear. Imitation. He's good. His image is repaired. Totally. Totally. By those who wanted his image to be repaired, his image is repaired. For those who, you know, he's being unfairly uh, scapegoated. Okay. Well, that's di- that's different. Because this, you're talking about a very highly partisan guy who uh, 50% of the people are going to believe him. But wh- but you, a company, a company or like a regular just Joe who doesn't have a whole bipartisan people that he could tell lie after lie after lie after lie, but those are not the people we're talking about. Well, let's unpack this a little bit. So that we're talking about uh, the worst thing you can do, according to Kathy, is to, uh, to ignore the media. If you're a regular company. That doesn't mean, okay, so you can call them back and and – say no comments you can call them no just i'll talk to you in a little bit we're trying we're trying to you can you can you can not ignore them but not comment you have somebody else you have a lower level person call and say hey i understand you're trying to reach us can you find out can you tell me a little bit about your story and your angle i'm not the spokesperson i have no we're trying to get ahead we're trying to get a hold of the ceo so how's that different calls were returned but no 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 no, no. comment no can you just wait no i can't okay so if if a reporter calls you or you're a company and you have a scandal you have a lower lower level person in your organization who doesn't have the authority to talk to the media you say hey Bob, I understand you're going to do this story. What's your deadline? Are you doing it for the 5 o'clock news tonight? We really want to make sure that you get our side of the story, but we can't get in touch with the CEO yet. So can you tell me a little bit about the story? Can you tell me a little bit about the angle? And then, okay, you, that's, wait, 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 okay. And then I said we'd be you bickering. have all your team get together and then you come up with the best response and then you get back to Bob or whoever I called the reporter and you and then you decide is it worth doing an on camera interview or is it so bad that no we're not going to do an on camera interview but we're going to have a statement or is it so 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 bad or is it so 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 niche that we think we can just ignore it take the hit for the day and move on but it but it, there has to be a planning process I agree with you that there has to be a planning process but and yeah you're neglecting the fact that um you know, you, you you said that uh, what newscast is this for? They're going to be posting on social immediately. No. They're going to be blogging. They're gonna, no. yeah, no, they will. I've dealt with this. They 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 post. They, uh, yeah, if there's and an then, investigative and then, piece, and they go, okay, we already talked to them. We don't have to talk to them anymore. Uh, I disagree. I disagree. A reporter does not post until after their story. They may be talking about their you know whatever, but they're not going to post like that's not true. 
Can you learn Radio 101 and like actually talk in the microphone? <laughs> I disagree with you. They're, they're going to be posting. We're outside XYZ Company today right. where, you know, there's been an outbreak of COVID. Yes. And, and we're trying to get a, uh, and, and we've heard from the company and they're getting us a comment. Well, that might work. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Of course it would work. You never ignore a reporter's phone call. Never, 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 never. Okay. You always have to have somebody lower level say, hey, I'm going to get back to you. I'm gonna. We're going to try to respond. Can you tell me a little bit about it? I'm not a spokesperson. I cannot speak on their behalf. Tell me a little bit about it. Then you I go mean, into you the war these, room. You see these situations going, and, and these, these are unfortunate situations, and this is not a joking matter, but, um, you know, when you have a mass shooting and, and the police are getting their details together, they're getting their facts together, and but the coverage is still going on. It's live, and and... There is plenty of posting and things going on on social media and things that are happening while the police who, you know, we watch these, most of them do a uh, practiced and, and know what, exactly how to come out Recently, and handle these situations. Recently, the most recent one, they did a terrible job. They didn't come out with any facts for hours and hours and hours. It was a... Um, and then there's plenty of speculation online and on air. Right, but, On air about that. But so what do you do? What do you get in front of the cameras and you say, listen, this is what we have so far? This is the information we have so far. We are we ha- we haven't even been in the building yet, so we don't know how many people are injured yet. We don't know how many. We can tell you that the suspect has been killed, and there's no more fear for the rest of the neighborhood to worry about a mass shooter. What if they can't say that? Well, then then they say we uh, there could be a suspect on the loose. We need you to um hold or you know what do they call it? Whatever in place, shelter, shelter in place. In place. Um, and you should lock your doors. There is a person that possibly, yes, you give updates, you know, constantly. But that's different than that's a little different than the crisis management we're talking about. We're talking about more like companies. Well, I'm or, using that as an example of the same thing that can happen. I mean, the, the clock is ticking and things yes. are happening. And but you're always in front of the camera and you're giving as much information as you can, as you have, and you tell them you'll update them every half an hour with whatever information it is. Okay, maybe. Yeah, I mean uh, that one that one police station d- did a terrible job recently. The, I can't remember the most recent. I was uh, like, sadly, why? there's too many to remember. Why so. are you even in front of the cameras? Literally, was, you said nothing. You said absolutely nothing, and and we know that you know more than what you just said. And that, there was, I think it was because yeah, there was a police officer recent, involved. It wasn't. Re- it wasn't that it, recent. It, it, it was, was a while back. No, and, it was when a police officer was killed. Um, that's what it was. There was a police officer. Anyway, whatever. But you need to give accurate information as as quickly as you can. Okay, so broad rule of thumb is try not to ignore these guys or men and women. I would say never. And, not try and, not to. I would say and, never. And establish, more importantly, establish a line of communication where you can talk. And, um, and we're going to get into this a little bit, but befriending the reporter, letting them know that you understand their needs, that they need, they need information, that you're working with them, that you're trying to be honest, you know, that not that you're trying to be honest, that you will be honest, that you will communicate with them, maybe not at this moment, but yeah, establish some sort of communication with the reporters so that they, and you also, if you can't get, the care and feeding of the media. And also if you can't get in front of the media, 
then you give social media updates on Twitter or whatever your social media platforms are. And, you know, we're working on this. We're trying to gather information. We'll give you updates as soon as we can. We're communicating with the the victims' families. Um, please respect, you know, whatever your message is. Now, let's just be said that we just we just bicker here, that when clients are we're in front of clients, we are in total lockstep, and we never bicker in front of clients. We don't bicker in front of clients. No. So we bicker. This is where we get it out. At home. We do. Yeah. We, we do not. Yes, we do. We do not. Anyway, some of the things, some of the things that people do. I mean, you have to realize if you're going to try to ignore the media, the media is not going to. They're going to come at you, and the more you ignore them, you, so this is my thing. And we've had plenty of situations where it, you know there was a, a school here in Montgomery County, and they had a summer camp, and they um, they had a, a drowning at their summer camp, and they ignored all the media. They did not. Um, they didn't make a comment. They didn't do anything. So if they would have dealt with the story, it would have been a one-day story. But because they did, they were purposely holding the media at bay. It, there was a, it was a three-day story, and there were a lot, until they finally let the information out. So the one at, thing at which point they're losing clients, customers. Are you people, kidding me? Faith, campers, campers. Like yes. I never and I, I know. And, and I know what you're talking about. We went well, we're this. not gonna give the name of the thing but i'm like our kids out of there and you guys are schmucks for not dealing with this do you think that just because you don't answer the media that they're just going to go away and the whole story is going to go away very upset people and and that's part of the reason that you need to think about this because you not only are you communicating with the media but you need to communicate with the, the key stakeholders um you know whether they are parents yeah, in this case, yeah. it was parents and families. Uh, so anyway, they made a major mistake. First of all, they didn't have a crisis plan. And if you are a big school or whatever, you should have a crisis plan because there will be a day that you have a crisis. Not only that, when they finally got around to answering questions, they didn't answer questions and they kind of sucked. And, th- yeah. and they pissed people off even more. Yeah, everything about the way they handled it. That's why it's really important. But but the other thing is, is if you think you can just like ignore the um, – the and I, there's been situations I've done stories on the FDA and a, a very high profile attorney. This is at the time when they weren't hiring FDA commissioners um, in the Bush administration, and they were just like having they were delaying it because when you ha- when you get a commissioner, it has to be you know it has to be agreed on by um, Congress. Um, and so they were like, forget it. We'll just have a, a top performing lawyer sort of run the agency. And so they were doing some funky things and um, they weren't, they didn't feel like they needed to be accountable. So this lawyer would just like not return our comments. So we found out where he lived and knocked on his door and went to go talk to him. And so you're talking about the old tactic of ambush interviews. Yeah, ambushing I don't interviews. think there's still, I don't think, uh, ambushing got a bad name. And I, I, I look. I made a living off of ambush interviews as a consumer, an investigative reporter, and a political reporter. But you know, after sixty you, minutes, stopped doing it a, a zillion years ago, and they were the ones who perfected it. If, if not, you don't think so? It. Reporters who need to get a comment from somebody. I mean, look at reporters like on everybody's front step. But you know, if they keep, if they don't hear, you know, if there's a, I think there's been so much pushback over that. But let's just talk. I mean, yeah, it's it's still a tactic that that is available. 
I, I don't think it goes over well like it used to. It used to be like an exciting moment. It used to be like super cool. And like I said, I did many an ambush interview. At the best one, I don't know if it's called best. I mean, it was was this, uh, there was a guy, he had a business. I'm not going to name him. He, he went through enough hell, thanks to us. Um, but he was taking uh, down payments on a service that he provided and then disappeared. People would give him, you know, a few thousand bucks as a down payment, and then they would never be able to get in touch with him again. And we interviewed, you know, person after person after person who lost money to him. And then I just was like, I know where he is. I know he's going to be in his office, and he will talk to us. And we went rolling in with cameras rolling. Um, and, you know, he could have said, get out of here. You're trespassing. You're on private property or whatever. No, he, he took us on. And he went to jail for 10 years because he thought he could outdo us, and he couldn't. Right. Well, you also have to be careful. Reporters have to be careful because ambushes can get uh, Yeah, ugly. they can get ugly and violent. But anyway, and another thing. trespassing on somebody's property, they can, you know. Right, but you don't have to trust. You can be a reporter and not trespass on their property. You can just know when they go into work and get them on a sidewalk, and there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. But does that look good anymore on TV? If somebody doesn't, I'm not, I don't know if it looks good or not. I'm just telling you as a person who ignores the media, that is something that could happen to you. And you do not look good hiding or running away from the media. That is a shot that you do not want. And it still happens today, you know. And so it doesn't matter. Does it look good for the media? It certainly doesn't look good for the person who's avoiding the cameras. Unless you're an innocent victim and the media is being a bully, which, you know, could happen. Can happen. And and does happen. But the other thing is hidden cameras. So there are all the times that, you know, like I went into a Montgomery County school. I was invited in. And um, they had a mold you problem. Were, you were invited in. I like was invited a, in. Like a vampire. You had a, she, they had to invite had, her in. I was invited in by teachers and parents. I was not invited on by the county school system. But And they had um, they had a mold problem and that they were denying. And they had literally holes where in their ceiling where rain was just coming right down. So I brought in a, a hidden camera and then showed the holes that, you know, they wouldn't, they denied they had. And, uh, you know, it was a great story. And then later they were like, no, it's totally fine. And I'm like, there's a hole in your roof, you know. And so anyway, there's hidden cameras too. So you you cannot lie to the media. You can't obfuscate. You can't, you really, and you need to investigate, you know, if somebody's saying, that, you know, there's a mold problem. Don't get caught saying something that is easily proven not to be yeah. the case. Like, and, and it was a great interview because with this person, I was like, well, there's a, a hole in the roof. And he was like, there's a hole in the roof. And I was like, and I let that whole soundbite play out, which was not good uh, for. And keep in mind, I mean, hidden cameras were, again, that's kind of a dated tech tactic or whatever. Not, um, because everybody ha- everybody has cameras now, so it doesn't it doesn't have to be hidden. People are taking pictures of yeah. what is going on, you know. So every I, I don't want to get into the latest, you know, the, what what just happened with um, George Floyd, but I mean exactly. I mean if it wasn't for a camera there, a public camera, 
you know, none of this would have been exposed well, and none of that would have happened. It, does, it doesn't everybody, have to be a hidden camera. There are cameras everywhere. There are cameras Not everywhere. only are there cameras everywhere, there are, ca- there are street cameras. There are, there are cameras, traffic cameras. There are, you know, everybody well, is... A, watching too much CSI. Everybody's a journalist now. That's everybody true. Everybody is a journalist. Great point. Everybody has their camera How and How many they can minutes post. in we finally agreed on something? There it is. Yeah, everybody's Great a journalist. Great point. Everybody is a journalist. So you have to be very, very careful. And that's another reason. You don't need a reporter. If you're a school and you did something bad, and let's say it's not even the journalist is doing it. Let's say it's somebody on a cell phone who's confronting you. Um, so you you have to be careful. You and that's why it's very very important to have a plan. You must have a crisis plan. If you are if you have a reputation that could be ruined, you need to think about that ahead of time. Because it's not just the games reporters can play. Everybody now who has a, a, a smartphone could you which know which is everybody which could well almost everybody. But, you know, could turn around, get you on camera, and then post it on Twitter, and you're done. And even if it's not fair, if even, I mean, there's many cases that are situations where the video doesn't show the whole story, um, but it shows enough of a story to get you in trouble. Or, I mean, how many people are losing jobs because of stupid stuff they've said on, on Zoom? Or, you know, they're caught confronting, you know, they're caught being a Karen, uh, or Ken, I mean, you know, everybody's out there recording now, so don't be stupid, you moron, as Howard Stern's parents' father always used to say. Yeah, but it's not It's not just that. I mean, the other thing is that people need, regular everyday people, if you have a situation where you were caught on camera, honestly, one of the first things that you should do is get in touch with the crisis management team. Um, even if you're not, you're just Joe Schmo in the park and you have a job as a whatever. Onthemarkmedia.com. People need to know that you cannot handle this on your own. Sometimes you, and we've been over it, COVID, this has happened, where business owners have, um, even though there are like a mask mandate, business owners have said personally to some of their customers, it doesn't matter, you can come in here and not wear a mask while you're working out. And then there's video of people not working out in masks. Well, that's a, that's a famous gym in New Jersey that is totally opposed to all no, of that. No, no, no. This is happening in Maryland anyway. There was also a famous gym in uh, in Jersey. But this was happening all over the place. So what you can't do is you can't like – you have to understand – that um, a you can't break the rules like maybe you used to do and back well, in the day. I, I, I like the guys in the gym in Jersey. I mean, they're they're you know they're but that's fine. They decided up, to come out they, and do that. Yeah, they, and they talk to the media and they're you know they're, that's fine. They're that was doing their, their choice. Thing. Yes, I'm talking about businesses in Maryland who are doing it. Do we're doing it the whole time, and then later got busted, and then didn't have a plan when they got busted. The Jersey guys had a plan. They went to the media. They talked to the media. These guys didn't have a plan. If you're going to break the rules and say no mask when you come in here, well, you better believe that somewhere, somehow, that's going to get out on social media. And what's your plan? I'm confused as to the whole mask thing these days. So, well, the mask thing has changed anyway. So we don't need to talk about that. We'll talk about that in a few. Yeah. What do you do? 
with mask and not mask and no you follow the cdc's rules if you're outside and you've been vaccinated you don't need to mask if you're i see more people wearing masks outside now even though they're vaccinated and whatever and and now the cdc said don't wear mask you don't have to but i do know if those people are vaccinated who's are wearing masks did you ask them i asked them. you went up to them and you said i "I see you're wearing a mask mask off but you know the cdc does (laughs) says you don't have to do that well the chip told me the chip that they Uh, have that was embedded in them the passport (laughs) like beams and says (laughs) you know you've been vaccinated so anyway some other happening some other crisis tips that we should give uh well this is one i could say i'm guilty of the late call and again, this is again, this is a little dated, but I mean, not that dated. I mean, you, you, you call and you call them at work at eight in the, at eight at night, even though you may actually. And I've dealt with reporters who have done this. I've dealt with with major reporters at major outlets who have pulled this trick where they don't really want to hear from you. And they will call the office later in the evening when they know you're home, even though they have your home number. And they'll say, oh, I called. I left a message. No. So what what they'll say is we called. We tried to get a comment. And they were unavailable for comment. Yeah. And they did do a lazy attempt. I, I did not do that. I didn't think that was fair. You As a journalist, I didn't think that was fair. Or an early call. Where you don't, you know, where the piece is about to run, you know, you the, the story's about to hit the newscast and you still have time to call them yet again to check with them, knowing that, you know, if they say something, it's going to, you're going to have to change part of the story. You, yeah. Got- I, I didn't do that, but reporters do that. Um, well, so. your, your halo is hurting my eyes. I, no, I'm just Ouch. like... Ow. I, the uh, brightness from your halo. C-Y-A. Cover your ass. That was my... Um, no, I just... I was never going to get somebody calling my boss and saying I was like playing dirty. You've never called late? No, never. Never, 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 ever. Or early or any... No, I always wanted them to comment. Always wanted them to comment, you huh. know? Never. All right, no. can I change my answer? I've never done that either. Okay. I'm changing my answer. <laughs> Makes you sound like a better human being, <laughs> but whatever. Okay. I don't know what that guy was talking about. Whoever there, he was, That was the chip that was talking from my vaccination. <laughs> but there are reporters that, that is a tactic, yes. Um, and so you have to pay attention to that. And it's kind of, you know, it's not, it's not really. Um, so what would you do in that situation? So they called, they left, they put a, it was on your voicemail or whatever. And the story runs the next day and you're like, crap, they never even called me. So how do you handle it then? What do you do? I forget. I was thinking it was well, something no. that happened to me once. I no, was but you, not even paying attention. What you, were you asking? You did that. You what call, did I do? You did that. We had a client. We were doing crisis management oh, for right. them. It was a major newspaper. They called late, and then you called them and say, we demand another story because you... Yeah, you can negotiate things with them. Yeah, I mean, if you can call the media on the games they play, you know, and and threaten to call their editor or their boss or their... Yeah, that's what you did. You said you you called late. You knew we were... You did this. You did that. This guy did everything. It was really crappy, all the stuff he he did. And he was like a... He was a big reporter... Yeah, yeah, and he he wrote about the allegations on his blog that was with the paper, and then he, then the story just transferred to the paper, and it, you know there was no checking, no 
more yeah, details. He, there he was no terrible. follow up. There was, you know, he said, "Oh, we're here." You know, it's like one thing you could you could kind of say this on the blog, but you know, when you put it in the paper, you really need to make it sure that that it's no, no airtight. He didn't do any of that. But but no reputable reporter would have done what he did. He and did. it was reputable. That yeah, was the but thing. That everything he did was wrong. So what you did was called. Can I do my Seinfeld anymore? How was he doing this? So what you did was you called and said, "Listen, we, you know, that was a crappy tactic." Um, so you did this, you did this, you did this. You need to do another story. Right. You need to do so he did a follow-up story with their side of the story. Yeah. So right. that's what you do if if that happens. Um, yeah, you can. Call, but, but if you can, that, that's something we should discuss: calling the reporter on the games that they're playing. Right. But, if you're but, specific and you know, this is why we're talking about this stuff. You know. The crap that they're playing, if they're playing any crap, if they're one of those kind of people, uh, then you, you call them on it. Yeah, you, but most people don't know those tactics, so that's why you really should get a professional to help you contact yeah, them. That is true because they'll turn the subject. They'll say, okay, you're right, whatever, but let me get this right, and then, and then they'll start bombarding you with questions that you're not ready for. Yeah, you have to be really careful. You can't you – sh- you, you shouldn't just confront a journalist – have a lawyer confront your journalist, you know, there's like steps, but having a lawyer is always a good thing, um, confront a journalist, because the last thing the journalist wants to have is the lawyer calling his boss saying, I'm going to sue you. And that's why I always did the CYA, cover your ass. Did you, I mean, there were many stories that I had to deal with the the company attorney on, and I was always impressed that the company attorney was like, you know, you need to push a little more, you need to get, you know, not, not pull back, but go harder. Um, but it would be the news director saying, you know, make this call quick. He charges by the, you know, six minutes. And I mean, you would get pressure not the, to the station's attorney. Yeah. Not the company or the, the person you're interviews attorney. The st- yeah. I mean, but once an attorney gets involved, then you're, then right, you, right, right. you got to go to the station attorney right. or the, you know, the newsroom attorney, whatever outlet you're at. And then, you know, the state the, the, they're paying money that they don't want to pay. And you got too many of those. You're, they're going to be like, yeah, you know, you need to go do a feature story. No, you're going to be fired. <laughs> you know, you're that you're only as good as your last story. Reporters are only as good as their last story. They and they're not very forgiving. Not only their their last story, their last. How many? I think we've talked about this before. I can't tell you how many reporters have told me, "Can you please follow me?" Because I get my contract is based on my social media engagement. Am yeah. I giving anything away there? No, but I mean that they're, they're, they're not going to get fired. Like yeah, they will if their engagement isn't good. Reporters mean, are getting picked up, uh, getting yes. hired and fired because of their social media, not because of how great a story they put on. Uh, well, yes, as well as how great a story that they, they put on the. But uh, they can get hired based on their social media. They can't be fired because they didn't add another hundred followers. They can be fired because they said something bad, and then their next contract negotiation, they can be let go. Yeah, it all adds up. I mean, it's all yeah, out yeah. there. Yeah, no, they were, David begged us, follow me there. I need more I need, and comment. It's not fair. But anyway, okay, so let's go and over you some. Also, yeah, talk to the reporter via social. You know, call the reporter on it on social. So let's go over some additional crisis tips. First of all, as we've said, pre- preparation we're is key. 
yeah, we we we've, we've covered all the games yeah. we played. We've covered all the games. Not you played because preparation you're, 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 is you've key. You get the Halo thing going. Though. If you are making a plan in the middle of a crisis, you're too late. You have to have a crisis media plan ahead of time. That is so important. You got to have a response plan. If you're, um, you know, it, 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 you really just have to plan. You have to know who your um, key stakeholders are. Who's going to be your spokesperson? Um, we even draft out like potential statements. Like we, if there's a certain client, we know there could be these. These are the four things that are most likely to go wrong in our industry with our company. And so we'll even like draft out potential, you know, comments and statements that we could get out quickly. Um, like if you're a school and there's obviously one of the biggest things that can happen is God forbid something happens to a student or there's some type of shooting or, you know, there's an outbreak of some, you know, measles or something. I don't know. But there's certain things that you can predict that could possibly happen in your industry. And so you should really game that out. And, um, and as we like to, I mean, the, the short and the sweet of it is don't wing it. Okay. Never wing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you got to practice your statements. You got to know, write your statement. You got to, yeah, don't, don't think that you're smarter. You may be smarter. You may be better, but you're not going to win. So don't wing it. Yeah. And the other thing is know who, what reporters are going to cover you. I mean, is it local media? Is it industry media? Who is most likely to be knocking at your door? Can I add something? Yes. The first thing you have to do is admit you have a problem. Okay. That is the first thing a company, companies have a hard time admitting that they're facing an issue. We, we have dealt with this with, you know, everybody will minimize it. Everybody will not agree that it's an issue. They'll, no, you have to admit the problem and admit what the, uh, you know, how, how deep it goes. You have to find out what, what the problem is. But you also have to get every, all your stakeholders in line because one of the things is it'll be like the CEO who is like, this is not a big deal or the, the lawyer or some, they'll, some, no, lawyers always say totally it's a big agree. Deal. Everybody's going to try to minimize it and it's, no, you got a problem. And even if it, it, it isn't a big problem, it should be handled as such because it could grow into a big problem quickly. So, yeah, I mean, you, you got you to gotta come to terms and come to grips with the fact that you have a problem. And then what are you going to do about it? Right. And then the other tip is to double check everything. There should uh, Everybody should be on the same page. There should be talking points. Um, and uh, it, nobody should be going rogue out there. Like who who potentially could be talking to the media, who potentially is going to be contacted. Like you're your school. You know that the media is not going to say, hey, um, Principal X, can you give me a parent to talk to? No, they're going to go to the school when the school, if the school's in, you know, uh, not COVID times. I think schools are back. They're going to go at 3 o'clock when the kids are being picked up by the parents and they're going to grab parents off the school property and kids and they're going to get comments. So if you want your um, parents to say, you, you can't you can't tell your parents what to say, but one of the things that you want to do is give the parents and give everybody as much information as you can quickly so then at least you can hopefully minimize the damage because if you're a school you may have 50 spokespeople that you don't even want as spokespeople who are saying bad things about the school so you have to make sure that you're communicating internally and as well as externally and you have to have that plan ahead of time otherwise you'll never be able to do it you'll never be able to catch up in time you're always going to be playing catch up yeah and you won't even be able to do it um and then just i guess listen 
be present. Understand the power of social media. Um, you know, don't take everything personally. Um, you gotta have cat-like reflexes. I think. I mean, you gotta be ready for the next thing. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta um, what's the term for it? When you just look down and we got this problem with this problem, this potential problem, this potential problem. You know, keep your head down, focus on. Um, yeah. What could, but what you, could go wrong? You have and, to focus on what's happening that? right now, but you got to focus on your five steps ahead. And one of the mistakes people make is when the immediate crisis is over, they don't understand that the crisis still isn't over. So when the when the like the bleeding stops, that doesn't mean your crisis is still over. Now you still have a reputation. You still have all those when you Google search. You know, if you had a problem at your school, and that can be pulled up on Google search. So you have to have a whole post plan after the crisis to try to build, rebuild your reputation, whether it be via um, online or, you know, go out and do things with the media that, you know, let people know that you're really taking this seriously and you're, you're you know, want to be a part of the solution. So when the crisis is over, it's not time to just be like, yay, we solved it, we fixed it, we, we made it through, we survived. Because um, if you think it's over, then you, you, you could be in for a big surprise. Yeah, and, and, but keep it in perspective. Like this past week, the biggest crisis, not, not the biggest crisis, but one of the crises we were looking at talking about, the Oscars. That was a disaster, right? You know, can the Oscars come back? I mean, the Oscars have turned into a political football. Uh, you know, people who think it's they're too woke, it's too woke. The actors, it's too left-wing. They're boycotting. The, I mean, they had terrible, um, terrible audience, terrible ratings. You know, can the can the can the Oscars come back? Well, the Oscars has to remember that they're actually supposed to be entertaining. That's what the problem was. Well, it's always the problem, though. I mean, it, I mean, it's it's funny that it's the a group center of, entertainers of the, the, the the entertainment world cannot, cannot be entertaining. On, cannot put on an entertaining show. But, but they can. They have done it before. I mean, there's been really oh, like the openings. Why didn't they do with this Oscars? They still could have do, done those canned openings that Stephen Colbert used to do, and you know some of these hosts. Why? Why didn't you do a canned Bill, opening? Nobody did it better than Billy Crystal. Billy, Billy Crystal, Crystal was amazing. But though, you know, John Stewart hosted the Oscars and did a canned opening. Why, why, I don't understand why they they still could have made it entertaining. They didn't even show clips. It was terrible. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. The, and I don't know what this means to, to in terms of a lesson. But if you Google Oscars disaster, it'll come up 2017, 2015, 20. There's every Every year, it comes up as a disaster, and every year, people still, it's a big deal. Still, right, so. but every year, the media writes about it, and every year, whether it gets ratings or not, it's going to be a big deal. Okay, so we've solved that problem now? We're good? Well, the Oscars committee, the Academy Awards people, they need to, yeah, really understand that you are in the entertainment business, and that means entertain me in the awards. Show <laughs> clips. People want to see clips. They want glamour. They want funny. They want humor. It couldn't have been that hard. I mean, it, it really, yeah. Well, some of the best, we, what we've noticed is some of the best produced things in post now. Like if you look at, like, like you look at uh, the political um, 
nominations, you know, the the uh, RNC and the DNC, when they did the online versions, they were actually better than when they used to do them live, you know, in the city of Cincinnati. From, oh, from the convention. The yeah, for the, the yeah, conventions. They, they were great. They were so much better. So with the Oscars, why didn't they just pre-produce it and make it, like, so much better than the actual live event? They could have done that. I think they have a little bit of a stick in their keister. So they, well, they they're not calling us for crisis management Oscars, tips. <laughs> call us. We will solve it. Or they're not Oscars. could you just said they have a stick in their well, keister. We will remove <laughs> the stick from your tuchus. All right. Da, we'll da, da, da. We are done. We're taking a bow. All right. We're, 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 we're wrapping up here. That came out a little loud. Okay. Off the Mark is a presentation of On the Mark Media. If you liked what you heard today, you need some help with crisis management, you just want to talk about things with Kathy, get to contact us at On The Mark Media on Twitter and off the mark at onthemarkmedia.com via email. Mark is with a C. All those marks are with a C. Thanks for listening. We hope we helped. We're back to bickering soon. <laughs>